we'll see what people have to say about the book. Uh, this book, or today is March 20th, 2018. This is Worlds of Books, and we are discussing the book, I Will Send Rain, by Ray, R-A-E, Meadows. I believe I've got that name right. Uh, I have not done any research on Ray Meadows, and I apologize, but since this was LaDon's uh, recommendation, uh, I didn't really do a lot of back study, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him kind of uh, speak first and stuff, because, uh, uh, well, that's all I got to say about it. So uh, 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 that's the book. Y'all know what it's about, and let's see what everybody thought about it. Thanks. Okay, yeah, I did recommend this book, and if you were, if you like crime drama or adventure story, this probably wasn't your cup of tea. But I really was found the book a compelling read. It was about an adventure, all right, adventure of a family living through the dust storms in the early years of the 1930s in Oklahoma and so it was just a family story that I thought had a lot of drama in just their living and I enjoyed the book very much yes I also really liked the book a lot Um, I liked it so much that I actually looked up to see if the author had any other books available on Bard um, which unfortunately she doesn't seem to but I think she's written other books and I definitely will be out looking for her other books in the future Um, I thought she was a beautiful writer I thought the story was really interesting and really compelling Um, I thought the characters were very vivid the setting was really vivid Um, and at one point in the story, um, the, the Fred character actually took some cough medicine, which was made up of kerosene mixed in sugar. And I was, I, I, I was just like, I couldn't believe it because I was taking cough medicine at the time. And I was just thinking, my God, you know, this is like, how could you take medicine like that? You know, but they, they were poor, and this is what they did. They had these sort of home remedies and everything, and he had a really serious condition. Um, my only question, I guess, was I was a little surprised that Bertie wasn't more upset about being pregnant. I kept waiting for her to get really, really upset because, you know, she was a young girl. Her boyfriend disappeared with his family, and she, I mean, at the end, of course, we all know what happened, but I, I, I thought she would just be more outwardly upset, you know, during the, you know, because of the, the pregnancy. Um, and I guess my other question was, I wondered a little bit about Samuel's quest to build the boat. Um, I didn't know if it was because of the biblical story that he wanted to do it or if there was another reason for that as well. But I really enjoyed the book a lot. Actually, she did. Uh, um, she did try to. She hit herself with a plank one time. Tried to. I guess you could try to. Maybe she didn't try very hard, but she. She struck herself in the stomach with this plank. I thought that was kind of extreme. Well, I'm going to jump in. Uh, well, I, I, I'm glad that uh, uh, that at least two of y'all liked it a lot, uh, uh, and I like. I, I, 
I, I do like crime books and mystery books and stuff, but I like a lot of human relationships books too. But the book's just got to have something hopeful about it, in, in my opinion, for me to really enjoy it. And, and this book just didn't have any of that, I didn't think. Uh, uh, I just found it very, very depressing. I mean, and, and my favorite character, Fred, ended up dying, uh, which, uh, which was, which I thought was real downer. And it's just, uh, uh, I, I just did not find anything to, uh, enjoyable about the book i mean i i, I can't re- i can't fault the writing it, it's just the subject matter was just uh very depressing and stuff I, I'm, I'm glad it was short so that I, I will say that was good but uh i just uh I, I had a hard time with it because there there just wasn't anything really positive about it i mean i mean i uh, there was new life at the end which uh, I, that that seemed to be uh, maybe a bit of a, a knockoff of grapes of wrath, I think. But uh, uh, but but then the girl, you know, left. You know, she, and she she abandoned her her family and her baby and stuff, and w- went off to seek her whatever. But uh, uh, that uh, I, I just didn't find much to look forward to. Uh, and and I guess the author even mentioned that that. that Things really didn't get much better. Uh, that the, the the dust storms didn't end and stuff. And uh, but uh, I, I guess we all have to face what 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 we have to face in life. And they had more than their share of uh, of, of the bads. So so thanks. Sherry, you're uh. You, you're just buzzing horribly when you try to talk, and we didn't hear anything. At least I didn't. This book really reminded me of Steinbeck all over again. Uh, both the uh, the Grapes of Wrath and the 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 the, um, the cannery. Some of it was just like a bunch of drunks talking, and then the other part it was it was kind of a downer. On well, I loved this book. I really did. I thought the the right Randy, I liked it from beginning to end. I, I, I found that I wanted to, um, I, I wanted to be able to let the people know, no, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Like, like giving Fred the kerosene and sugar. Um, but of course, I couldn't step back and tell them not to do that and not to spend all the money for the um the dynamite and the rain but um i thought that the book was really full of hope because they they were really survivalists in a time in a place i mean no electricity and all of a sudden, the dust starts flying, and it's all over everything. And uh, the mother just handled things. Well, the father did too. Uh, I don't know um, if the boat. Uh, well, I guess he was hoping that the water would come, and then they could all get out of there in his ark 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you could view this story as depressing. I thought it was just kind of a beautiful, what I would maybe call a beautiful, sad story. Um, there were definitely parts of the story that were very sad, but it was just told so beautifully that, you know, it just didn't make me feel sad. I just felt sad for them, but I didn't feel sad myself when I was reading the story. I thought it was just very realistic. Um, I mean, Fred was, he had, I guess, what they called dust pneumonia, which I guess is asthma. I mean, I, 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 as best as I could figure it out, and probably if he had been born in a different place or maybe later on he might have gotten the medication that he that he needed i mean it was it was it was very very sad and unfortunate that he would die from from this you know this condition actually because it it seems like something that you should really not die from um and the mother um you know she had that affair with that that man jack and i guess she was just looking maybe for you know, something something different or something. Um, that was like the part of the story I thought maybe, uh, you know, I guess that was the one part of the story I just thought, oh, I don't know if we really needed this in the, in the book. Like I, I wasn't really sure why that was, you know, that was sort of in the story. But I just thought it was just, it was just done so beautifully, the book, that it really drew you in so so completely that you just got immersed in the characters and immersed in this world. So I, I, I really enjoyed the book a lot. Hi, everyone. Um, this is Liz, and I literally just finished reading the book. Um, I was kind of... I was a little disappointed in the book. Overall, I found it... I mean, the, the writing was good, and the story flowed well, you know, technically, but I found it very depressing... Um, very um, what what disappointed me about it is I had read the book um, The Worst Hard Time in America and it was the story of Thus Bull Years and a lot of people died of the dust pneumonia and, a, and just a lot of things happened that were horrible that we can't even imagine but I think that the I think that I would have liked the story more if there was some kind of um, in, in, um, incorporation of why the Dust Bowl happened. That it was completely a man-made disaster. Um, I, I, I was telling my husband this morning, I said, you know, the, the Samuel seemed to, everybody seemed to be blaming, you know, saying that, that God was doing this because God was mad. Well, it, the Dust Bowl happened because, you know, greedy people came in and over-farmed the land and tore up all the native you know, native vegetation, which loosed all this dirt, and, and I mean, that's what happened, is they over-farmed it with wheat that wasn't, you know, native to the area, and um, I, I guess I just would have liked a little bit more of that, but I, I don't know, I saw the building of the boat and the affairs uh, of both um, um, Annie and, um, oh gosh, <laughs> remember the daughter's name when I just finished it. But anyway, those were all distractions from what was really a horrible life. I mean, people will turn to things as, you know, a way of taking their minds off of what, you know, how hard their reality is. But, yeah, overall, I just found it a very sad, kind of depressing story. Well, before I talk about um, what I thought of the book, I want to make sure you guys can hear me. Yeah, you sound much better now. Loud and clear, Sherry. Oh, good. Okay, different microphone. Um, 
I, I like the book. It's interesting. I'd probably read it like a month ago, and I'd, I'd just forgotten it. It didn't stick with me at all, which I guess says something. I thought it was well written. I thought it was it had such an oppressive atmosphere that I, I was really impressed with the way the author just created this atmosphere that you almost felt like you had to dust off your stream when you were finished. I, it it was just very oppressive, and I think that's probably why they didn't have an explanation of why the dust bowl occurred because these people were just all hopeless. And I don't think I think. Um, Annie found some hope in Jack in terms of just an escape and Samuel found some hope in the boat again just as an escape and Bertie and Cy who then dumped her Fred was my favorite character too and then he up and dies on us and I don't even think at the end I mean they didn't even name the baby till after Bertie ran away it was just really had an atmosphere of hopelessness about it which made it a very heavy depressing book but I did think it was very well written yes uh, Freddie had asthma and that's what killed him asthma and the dust and yes it was uh, it didn't get any better after the book was over uh, because that was the start of 10 to 15 years of dust storms that they had almost every year and that dust storm was the first one that they had ever encountered so they didn't know what was coming when it hadn't rained for so long and they were out uh, and looking up the clouds and they were so happy it was going to rain and then the dust came and they didn't know what that was all all about and then I was kind of uh, surprised to learn uh, that the static electricity because of the dust blowing around and uh, and the air created so much snap that if you touch once in a while, you'd get a, a shock. And I was wondering what you guys thought about Annie. Why did she have a little affair with Jack? And for me, I thought women sometimes have midlife crisis also. And her life at this point was not living up to what she had thought it would be when she was a younger woman just moving out there with a new husband and everything and digging a dugout where they could live and everything but it was just everything was just down nothing but work work in the morning work in the evening you got the children take care of their children take care of the husband and I just thought that was her midlife crisis and she thought well what if things could be better what if I could go to the big city what if I didn't have to be here on the farm how come maybe I didn't have to have these cracks in my hands from the lye and the dishwasher and everything and the dishwater and everything and uh, so she was desperate it was not a very outlooking book but it was about hard times and a hard place what else could you write yeah, midlife crisis, maybe. I, I don't think she would have had an affair if circumstances hadn't presented themselves like they did with Jack being interested in her. I don't think she was really looking for that, but it was, certainly was a bright spot in an otherwise dreary existence for her. One thing that I can't remember from the book, and, and hopefully one of you guys will remember, Jack went to Chicago, and she ended up not going with him because Fred died. Did he plan on coming back, or did he decide to stay there? I think he was originally may have been planning to come back, but uh, I don't think he did come back. I think he ended up staying. Uh, and yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm with Sherry that uh, I, I, 
Annie was was obviously missing something in her life, and uh, uh, the the uh, uh, Jack came along and uh, attracted her, and uh, and obviously offered some stuff to her that she didn't think she was getting. So I don't know if it was troubles with Samuel or what, but uh, I think they alluded to some some problems that that she and Samuel were having. But uh, 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 everybody was having problems too, though, because uh, it, it was it it, it was uh, uh, not 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 much positive. In, in the Oklahoma dust times of the 30s. So, uh, but anyway, I, the the one thing that, that I thought was, uh, was well, and I also uh, comment on what Liz said. It, it, it's funny how people, they want, they, they want to attribute a lot of stuff to God when uh, there's uh, m- most of the problems in the world or all the problems, you know, I would say are, are, are man's own doing. But uh, I thought I thought it was kind of curious that he, he he built this boat, and here the rains come, and the 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 guy didn't even even get the cow on board. I mean, I, I thought that was that was pretty short sighted because uh, not 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 that not that there were enough rains anyway to flood. But I thought it was awfully curious that uh, that they that they missed the opportunity to even get the cow or any of the chickens on board the boat and stuff. Uh, uh, after all that uh, uh, boat building and stuff, but uh, there you go. But yeah, yeah, she did make a she did a good job of writing the book and making it very, very uh, uh, of, of of hitting you full force with uh, uh, with how bad things were. Because I, I definitely got a good dose of that. Yeah, the whole boat thing was. I mean, again, I think it was it was a way that Fred and Samuel really bonded and he continued the project after Fred died it was it was it was a diversion away from the, watching everything around him just die and losing everything um, but I thought it was a little bit silly I mean they didn't even know how to steer the boat you know <laughs> so um, it was it was really yeah kind of silly um, I'm kind of glad that it you know that it didn't flood. I mean, I'm really glad it didn't flood because um, at least they had the cow left. But, um, yeah, that, that boat thing was crazy. Oh, if they had had a flood after he built the boat, that I might have had to quit reading the book. That would have really been over the top. I think, too, he did it as a diversion, and it did end up being a nice bonding thing for him and Fred. But I think he he just needed something to do with himself, and the farm work wasn't there because of all the dust and stuff. And Plus, he seemed to be the most religious of the family, and I think he felt like he, if he did this, God would you know, reward him or something. I, I agree with what you guys have said. It's, it's too bad that people just throw up their hands and blame everything on God instead of looking for maybe more practical solutions that we could do ourselves. Samuel built the boat because he was completely convinced that God was talking to him. And like Noah, he was telling him to build the boat. So he had to build the boat. And he truly believed that the state of Oklahoma was going to be covered with feet of rain. And the boat would be save them all. That's why they took the family, the animals, and everything. Because it was going to be, be like Noah. But I thought, uh, was thinking uh, about Annie, and she's a pretty nice mother, you know. Uh, when Bertie got pregnant and uh, Annie found out about it, she didn't rage and, and condemn her daughter and say, you cheap something or other. He, she told her, well, 
having a new baby is always something good in life. Well, I I felt a tremendous sense of relief at the end when the rains came. I <laughs> did. I was like thrilled when they finally came. It was I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for the rains to come. And I know at some point in the story they mentioned something about what Liz was saying about why there were the dust storms. And maybe it would have been nicer to have a little bit more of an explanation, you know, about the the environmental reasons why, you know, there was the, the dust storms. Um, but the thing is, I think Annie was a little bit more complicated a character because of that incident where she went off with that man whose name I can't remember after the funeral. She just went off with him, and she was going to let him basically, you know, sleep with her until they were interrupted by those those two men who were hunting for dinosaur bones. And that's when I saw her a little bit differently because originally I thought, well, you know, she's interested in Jack because he's a guy from the city and he was a newspaper man and maybe he seems a little bit more sophisticated than the guys that she usually knows. But when she went off on her own, I just thought that there was probably some real sadness in her um, and when she went off with that other man after the funeral, um, that it was, she was looking for something that maybe she, she just really couldn't, couldn't really find. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that she just needed a little excitement, but it was, it was something a little bit more deeper, I thought, than that. I think, I agree that Annie was a real complicated character. In fact, she was kind of one of my favorite characters in this book. Um, I think that she really, really struggled and really worked on having greater compassion for her daughter because of her own relationship with her mother and the estrangement that was between she and her mother. Um, and so I think that she really, when she caught herself being, you know, when, when um, Bertie would make too much noise slamming doors or not get her chores done or something, throughout the book she kept saying, just be gentle with her. You know, be, be gentle with her. She's, she's still finding her way and growing. And I think it was her way of trying to somehow psychically heal herself because of her own relationship with her mom. And when it comes down to finding out that Bertie was pregnant, I don't I, I'm pretty sure Annie knew that she was really in no position to judge her daughter's indiscretion based on what had happened with her. So I think that that was, again, it's like, how can I, how can I judge you for something that I've done myself? And let's just make the best of this. It was interesting that Annie admitted the affair to Bertie at some point late in the book. I mean, she probably could have gotten away with denying it and making up a story, but she chose not to. And as far as going with the guy after the funeral, I saw that as totally different. I think she was almost a zombie. She just was a dead woman walking, and whatever happened to her, she just didn't care. And um, anything could have happened to her, and she just didn't care. It wasn't like she was allowing anything or, or participating in it or even wanted it. She just, in a sense, wasn't even there. I was thinking about Bertie when she was with uh, Cy, and uh, she thought she was really in love, and Cy was in love with her. They they were going to be together forever and ever, and that was in her soul. So why not let him have uh, sex with her? 
because they were going to be married after all, you know, and it wasn't too, wasn't really a sin, that much of a sin. They would soon be married. But when Asai's parents said, well, we're going to go up and we're going to move to California, so I get in the car, let's go, and he did. And he got in the car, and of course, and didn't give her another thought. And Bertie kept thinking that, well, he's going to call or he's going to write a letter, he's going to do something. She didn't give up on him for a long, long time and maybe never completely gave up with him. But she thought she was really, really in love. And so this didn't make any difference because Sai would be there for her forever. So I completely understood why she did what she did. I kind of wondered why these families just up and went away and nobody seemed to know. Like, I thought that was strange that Sai's family went to California, but they didn't seem to tell anybody. They just sort of disappeared, and I thought that was odd. I thought, you know, wouldn't the neighbors know? And I was trying to figure out how spread out this whole town was. I mean, was everything so spread out, I mean, that you couldn't communicate with somebody to let them know that you were leaving town? And the other thing that I thought was kind of odd was that how everybody ended up who was having, uh, you know, relations, everybody ended up in this one house because um, at some point um, Annie lost her apron. And I think it was Fred who found the apron. And I guess he he realized that his mother was in this house and I guess there was a mattress on the floor and, and everybody was using the same place. And I just thought... I don't know. I just thought, like, I couldn't quite figure out if this was a small town or this was such a spread out place that nobody really knew what was going on because I thought it was strange how everybody ended up, like, in the same house. So I don't know. I couldn't quite get a sense of what this community was like. I I pictured it as a very small town, like, you know, a town, but most people lived out on farms, so they were really spread out. And I thought it was odd, too, that people just left without telling anyone. The only thing I could figure was maybe there was some shame in in giving up and leaving, and that's why they didn't go tell their neighbors or anything. you got you got to remember that they, these, they had a – everybody got a section of land, which is 360 acres, so they were spread out. And they said there was about 300 people in the, in the town, so uh, – so it was a small town and mostly rural. So I think there was just a nearby abandoned house. Yeah, back then, uh, thousands and thousands of people left Oklahoma and uh, headed for California. Will Rogers even made the joke. He said, with all the people leaving Oklahoma, going to California, it raised the IQ of both states. Well, I thought, I thought it was somewhat telling, and I don't remember which character it was that made the comment that... Uh, I think maybe it was Annie that that they were giving away all the, the this this land that these stakes that they got because it wasn't any good to begin with. So uh, uh, that, that 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 seems to be somewhat telling to me. Well, I think the character that I had the least handle on of the main characters was Samuel. He was the one. I just didn't really understand his motivations or what he was thinking. Annie, I, I thought, was better described than Bertie. And it wasn't a surprise to me when Bertie left, I mean, when I thought about it, because I said, yeah, you know, you, I mean, even though she left her child, she was very young, and she left her child with her parents. And I guess it wasn't 
that's startling to me that she would do this. I mean, she should have, of course, talked to her parents about it instead of just leaving, but everybody just seemed to leave in, in this place without really communicating too well. And then Fred, of course, was a really lovely character, but I thought she even did like the, the like the smaller characters well, like her friend Mary from school, who I kind of thought of was like a frenemy, kind of. She was like her friend, but wasn't really her friend. And I thought even characters like that, she did really well. You got a, like a good sense of, of even the, the more minor characters in the story. When Bernie, Bertie left, and she was hitchhiking, and she knew that she was only going to get in the car with a with her family. She wasn't going to get in the car with one guy and uh, then that one guy did come up and pester her for a while. She had to walk across the field to get away from him but then she went back and went on her way. And I thought, well, way back then, you know, in the 30s, it was a lot easier to hitchhike across the country then than it was. Even when I was a kid, I I did hitchhike around just a a little bit so we were picking up people um, back when I was a kid and I don't think we would do that anymore would we? I know when I was in college well we had our college jackets and sent from Cal Poly and I used to get out and hitchhike home and I'd I'd have a ride within a half hour 20 minutes I'd have a ride all the way home so it was very good but you wouldn't do it today though I just think of that rabbit roundup thing that was that was very disturbing to read I, I skipped through some of it and uh, that was just awful I, I don't know if people just were so oppressed they just went wild I don't it's not hard to imagine something like that happening sad to say but it was really 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 I thought that was the most unpleasant thing in the book yeah that rabbit thing was very unpleasant uh, assistant merit mayor there though uh, he thought that was a great thing. It was really going to made the newspaper, you know. And then um, after uh, what um, Jack left, he took over being being mayor, and he brought that uh, boat into the front into the town for a tourist item. Thought that was really good. But I was going to ask you uh, after Bertie left and after the book ended. Do you think ever Bertie called back? Do you think she ever came back to visit? Do you ever think she might have come back and said, "This is your aunt Bertie to the to that little girl that was born"? I, I don't know about that, um, but I wanted to talk about the rabbit thing. That was actually an event because that was mentioned in the book um, that that was a nonfiction of uh, um, the worst hard time in America. They actually mentioned that rabbit roundup thing, and it was horrible. I just felt so sad for for little Fred, you know, holding the bunny. I just, it was really sad. Yeah, I think that she would come back. I don't, I don't see any reason why she wouldn't come back. And I, I guess I wasn't sure if the parents would raise the baby that they would think that the the parent, the grandparents were really the parents. I wasn't sure about that. If they were going to make up some sort of a story about why. Bertie Hanna leave. Um, I don't know, actually, but I, I don't see any reason why she wouldn't come back at some point. Um, why not? I don't think she would come back. I think she just left, didn't want to look behind her, didn't want to remember that she had left the baby there and just left.
wanted to make her own life and not have the the baby to deal with or her folks to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of trying to second guess what what characters are, are going to do at the at the end of a book. I, I was just glad it was over, uh, and uh, I, I don't really care what 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 Bertie does after the fact. Uh, I, I will say that, that that rabbit scene was horrific, uh, and, and I hated it. And but it did did bring to mind the one part of the book that I thought was the only part that really gave had some good hope and some good feeling. It was when Fred would go in and to the chickens and, and take care of them. That was like one of my favorite scenes in the whole book where he, uh, was, was tending to the chickens and he obviously cared for them a lot. And I thought that was, uh, that, that was the one high point of the book. Well, you know, with the, the thing with the rabbits thing, I don't know if I, if I, lost track of what was going on and and I was reading it and I said wait a second what's happening here and I had to go back and uh, oh my god it was so horrendous with the rabbits that's even worse knowing that it really happened I didn't realize that I've been wanting to read that book that you mentioned Liz but I haven't gotten around to going on bookshare and finding it yet um, I don't know if Bertie will come back or not. I suspect she'll end up somewhere and find somebody to marry fairly quickly, and she'll have a family and be tied down, and she might not have the means to come back. I, it's hard to say. When After she left, the narrator of the book said that um, now the baby would be uh, Sam, Samuel's and uh, her... Now I lost the mother's name. Annie's baby. The narrator did even mention that from now on that that baby. So that told me that they would raise her as her her parents. And um, and I kind of thought that she uh, would never come back either. She would be die. I envisioned her working as a waitress here or there, something like that. And on. And on with her life. I do know people who have not reached back to their family in real life. Fred was my favorite character, too. Oh, I thought he was such a... Oh, what this poor kid had to go through. He was mute and and all these different things. And yet he was... He... He was such a good kid. real bright spot in the in the book uh he was such a, a neat kid i didn't think much about the doctors that took care of freddie saying oh it's sac- psychosomatic you know it's just all in his mind you have a kid that isn't talking that makes him think everything else is in his mind too the thing that i would not have expected back then is the fact that fred was everybody seemed to know that he was choosing not to talk or he had a psychological problem where he had mutism and wasn't talking but that he could talk but yet everybody just accepted that nobody treated him like there was something wrong with him i thought that was really interesting unless maybe they just assumed he physically couldn't talk i'm not sure there was the rainmakers that came and uh, shot uh, 
cannon up into the sky. Were they shooting iodine up in the sky to try to get it to rain there, I think? And I was not really certain how much time went by of the, ra- of the rabbit hunt and then of the, the rainmakers c- came and everything. Then the rains came. Did the, did the rainmakers actually maybe make it rain? I don't believe so because it seems like they came... They came and shot off the the dynamite pretty earlier on in the book, and uh, the rain didn't come until just before the baby was born. It wasn't really that far before. It was like in March when the rain came and the baby was born in April. Um, I think overall I got the impression that the book was like took place over a year, perhaps a year and a half's time. We're talking about this book being quite sad and everything, but I wonder if uh, you know another book be written. And a lot of them are, as a matter of fact, about a poor family and their struggles with life. Even now, today, could be that sad, but just maybe in a big city. An author, because this author did a really good job, and there are probably other books about the Dust Bowl years that aren't quite as oppressive as this one. They did have WPA and programs then, so things weren't as bad as they were. Books you get earlier at the turn of the century on poor families, they, they at least was something to fall back on, I guess. I think some people could go on the dole, and I think they got like $15 a month from the government. It was twenty-some dollars on WPA. I think they mentioned it. Back then, they thought it was quite a shameful thing to go on what they called the dole, where the government would just dole out money to you for for doing nothing. A lot of places you had to go to the poor farm, but I think the the, uh, the dole at least you could stay in your own house. I read another book, and I cannot remember the name. I've tried to after reading this one because it's been several years about uh, ago that I read it about the dust storms just like this one was. And the families there were driven so nuts over the dust, dust coming in the house, being all over the floor and in your hair and on your food and everything. And the peop- and uh, one of the two the characters, one or two, of the characters in that book actually committed suicide uh, over the dust storm and the the hell that it brought to your your psyche. Yeah, that's not surprising. There was an excellent documentary series that Ken Burns did on the Dust Bowl and... um, had all kinds of really interesting, you know, personal stories as well as, you know, what caused it. And, I mean, there were actual, actually animals that were suffocated by this dust because it would just, it would be so deep, like right around a fence or something. It was just, it's just unbelievable and unimaginable. Yeah, I think that was part of the, the, the things that, that Fred was doing. He was out there trying to clean the, uh, the, the chickens uh, up and stuff where they could, where they could breathe easier and stuff after the, after that first dust storm came through, which I thought was, uh, he was such a caring uh, little boy. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to throw a book out for, for for next month. We're meeting on April 17th, which is actually tax filing day, I believe, if, if memory serves correctly, uh, this year. And uh, this book is kind of long, and I don't know if anybody's heard of it, but I've got a friend that's been strongly recommending it to me for quite a while. It's called The Power of One by Bryce Courtenay. It's about 19 hours long, so uh, it's DB32 
888-646-6638. So I'm going to throw that out there as a recommendation. So uh, if anybody has something else they want to recommend or if they have any strong uh, feelings about this book, let me know. What's it about? I don't know. It takes place in South Africa is all I know. It's supposed to be a uh, – it's categorized as young adult for whatever that means. But uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not familiar with the book. I haven't read it, and I've not read any of it. I know it's it's narrated by somebody named Ed Blake, and I, I've, I've got it. And the narration sounds pretty good, so uh, that's about all I can say about it. Well, Bryce Courtney is an Australian author, so it's interesting that the book is set in, in South Africa. He's a really famous, actually, Australian author. Um, and I've re- I haven't read this book, but I've read some of his other books. Um, and I actually think that this is a movie. Um, I don't know if the title is the same, but in the back of my mind, I'm going to have to do some research, but I, I'm pretty sure this book was, was made into a movie uh, probably years and years ago. Are you going to send an email? I eating dinner. I couldn't write the number down. Well, is that uh, something to do with Nelson Mandela, The Power of One? I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I just have a friend that that's, says it's great, and uh, I, I know it's a little long, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in trying to knock out books that I've, that I've, that I've wanted to read uh, with, with these book groups since i'm in so many of them but uh like i said i'm not going to shove it down y'all's throat if, if y'all have something else you'd rather read uh, uh, i i'm open to suggestions but uh like i say th- this this one's a little this one's a little long but uh uh uh, uh this person who I, I like a lot of the stuff that uh that's been recommended by them before and uh uh so I'd kind of like to read it, but uh, I'm open to other suggestions. Do you have a DB number for the book? DB32638. So if you can remember the 32 and add the 6 to it, that'll get you the 38. So uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's been around a while with that kind of DB number, but uh, uh, it, it's, a, it's a, a cassette conversion, but... It it sounds pretty good. I mean, I, I listened to the first few minutes of it and stuff. So uh, uh, the narrator sounds like he's pretty good and stuff. Like I said, his name's Ed Blake, but uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with. Uh, I don't think I've read other things that he's narrated. But uh, three two six three eight is the DB number. Uh, I always liked Ed Blake. I always thought he was very good. But I, I will send a newswire out if that's uh, so. Don, you'll you'll definitely get it in that. Uh, but, uh, uh, that's what I'm going to suggest we read and we'll see. And if it's, if it's not any good and everybody hates it, then I'll step up and take full responsibility. But, uh, uh, I'm hoping it's going to be good and, uh, uh, and we'll see. It's about, I think it covers a lot of human relationships in South Africa. It sounds like, but, uh, like I said, I, I, I read the NLS annotation, but you know sometimes those aren't the, the the most informative things. Well, I got I'm downloading it now. Is it power of digit one or power of o, one O and E? O N E, and the like I said, it's three two six three eight. So 
our, I, I'm a numbers guy, so 32 plus 6 equals 38, so it's easy for me to remember. But uh, uh, the author's name is Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, Courtenay, C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y, I believe. Michelle's familiar with the author, it sounds like, but I don't think I've ever read, read any of his stuff, so... Uh, I, I'm going to give it a go, and let's just let's do that. Like I said, it, we we meet on April 17th, be the third Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, that's the uh, the book we'll do. So uh, anyway, I want to thank everybody for their comments tonight. Uh, uh, I know most of y'all enjoyed the book, so that that's good. I, I'm sorry I was such a downer with it, but hey, that that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, I, I just. Uh, I like to read for entertainment normally, and uh, I, I, I didn't. I can't say I got a lot of entertainment uh, out of this one, but uh, hey, uh, that that that's me. But uh, I did really like Fred, though. But uh, we lost him, unfortunately. I just want to thank uh, Ladon for recommending this because I love the book. Yes, thank you, Ladon, for recommending it. I thought it was really excellent. And Bryce Courtney is a really good author, so I'm I'm certainly going to give it a try, and I, I'm sure it'll be a good book. I'm glad that you all enjoyed it. I do like these kind of books, and I don't like crime books very much. We're, we're murdering each other. I see that on the news every day, so I don't know why I should go and read one of those kind of books for entertainment, although I find, know that millions and millions of people love them. It's interesting if you go through on Bard, like the most popular books, because sometimes I do that just to see what the most popular books are, and I go through like the, the 100 most popular books, and it's amazing, like almost all of them are either mystery, suspense, or romance. And usually I have to get to, like, past number 100 before it's a book that I've actually read. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I don't know what that says about me. I guess it says I don't read the most popular books. But you're right. I think the mystery of suspense are definitely the most popular genre of, of all. Well, you get beyond James Patterson and some of those authors. Uh, you're, you're right. It's, it's pretty hard to find. A, I never go to that category. Well, I... The ones I like the best are the ones with that are good human relations stories, and uh, uh, this this one had a lot of that in there, so I, I did enjoy that aspect of it. But uh, uh, I, I I can't stand James, most of James Patterson's stuff anymore. So uh, 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 there are some mysteries that I do like, but uh, I, I I tend to avoid the James Patterson stuff these days. Uh, and mo- most of most of his books, I don't think he writes anymore anyway. So, but anyway, uh, that's that. But anyway, thanks. I'm I'm glad y- y'all enjoyed this one, and I'm glad I'm glad Ladon recommended it, and I'm glad we we read it. So uh, that's good. I, I'm I'm I'll I'll read just about anything. So uh, anyway, well, ho- hopefully the power of one will be good, and uh, I, like I said, I'm gonna be reading it to to see myself. But so. Uh, but but thanks for everybody for attending. We had well, this was a good crowd tonight, and I'm I'm glad you came, and I'm glad you you made your comments and stuff, and that we had a good discussion. So I really appreciate that. And thanks for all the news wires that you do. I know that's a lot of work. And thanks everybody for all your comments. It was an interesting discussion. Yes, and good night, everybody. Have a pleasant pleasant evening. Good night, everyone. Good night. Till next time. <laughs>